0: Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Ruschak. Today's show is brought to you by Zephra, beautiful jewelry. And I'm here with guest, Dr. Kevin and his wonderful, it looks like cream and everything else here going on. So we're going to get into that, but welcome.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: So you, I'm looking at your website and it, this slide goes really very fast. So it's a plant-based C19 complete cream. Am I
1: looking at this so, right? Uh, I have a several products on the market, okay. but um, one of my major reasons for reaching out to the community is to share a book that I currently released. Awesome. Called Preserve Your Curves Spinal Freedom with yoga and Pilates and so but before I go into the book let me say a statement that will that might grab your uh, audience attention a little bit Mm -hmm. if I told you that every single day millions of Americans are unknowingly paying to get injured what would you think if I told you that I
0: I would say you're absolutely right
1: Yes. So the purpose of the book is that I saw many injuries in my office from not only the beginner yoga students, but seasoned instructors. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: then I started the question, well, how is this happening? These are the instructors. Why, Why is this occurring? And I started to dive deeper into the actual biomechanics of the movements of both yoga and Pilates. And what I discovered was shocking in that, believe it or not, about 30 to 50 percent of the movements, I've done well over a thousand different classes and and have researched many of the different movements, actually cause injury to the, and it's injury over time. That's why people don't notice it right away. Mm -hmm. And so I felt compelled, well, I got to do a book and then release it to the public. And um, we released it last fall. And um, I'm hoping to basically standardize the do's and don'ts. Because I'm one of these yoga advocates. I love yoga. I use Mm -hmm. yoga to help my patients. So this isn't an anti-yoga movement. It's to help evolve it with what we know today of the science of biomechanics. Right.
0: We had to look at it as... We're taking a class. The class is supposed to help us. Well, one, if we're not doing the routine properly, it's going to cause injury. But also, yes. if we're not well versed in the movements, even as yes. an instructor, it's going to cause injury over time. It's not going to happen overnight. Pull a muscle, uh, tear an ACL, or something like this. It's going to happen come over time. It's five years, ten years, however long you do it.
1: That's right, it could happen immediately or it could happen over time. I've seen both situations, uh, particular for a beginner student, they're the most vulnerable. Um, The real real danger is that, we've all heard of the runner's high, that you you get running and you start the endorphins and it actually masks any potential harm to the body You're just feeling this elation, and so the same thing actually happens in yoga. You got the breathing, you got the movement, and um, when you combine those things, you're gonna feel amazing. And if you're even if you're doing the wrong stuff, and that's very confusing to someone who's practicing because they'll be saying, How could it be bad for me? I just feel amazing every time, and so. That's the real challenge I've had in trying to explain this, because when you feel good and it's technically exercised, mm-hmm. then how can it ever be wrong for me? Right. And so
0: We hear the all the spine, time, over-exercising is not good for you. That's well, right. You get the same principle even with yoga. If you're overworking a muscle and not realizing it, it's actually yes. bad for you.
1: So it was real important for me. So in the book, there's, there's, I've distilled over 100 different peer-reviewed scientific resources into an easy-to-understand manual with over 160 different photos covering the most common things we'll see in a typical yoga class. And the purpose is I show the traditional pose, and then I give a modification that helps Uh, preserve the curves and and when i say preserve the curves we're talking about the curves of the spine and so so many movements in yoga and pilates actually compromise the curves or as i like to say remove the spring from the coil or spoil the coil and um, so I, i having those visual cues in the book i felt were very important and uh, it's really easy to understand I mean, I do you know, yoga myself probably five days a week. And um, so I go in these classes and I do the modifications on spot. They're very easy to do. And it actually is going to make yoga more popular, safer, and more beneficial. I like to say, boost your benefits while you're reducing your risk mm-hmm. and I feel like it's almost an obligation for any yoga instructor, any studio owner, as they owe this obligation to their clientele, to their students to ensure not only their safety, but they're getting the most benefit because people don't want to blame yoga. They'll blame themselves. They'll say, I'm out of shape. You know, I'm too old. And In reality, when you go into a yoga class, most of the people in there should be older. It's about longevity. You know, when I go to yoga classes, most of the people there are on the younger side. It's because the research has proven every year injuries are on the rise. I have a citation in my book. It's a 14-year study. And for 14 years in a row, emergency room visits as a result of yoga have increased. And a lot of this is it's geared towards the older demographic. It's because they're trying to get in shape in a controlled setting that they're paying for and they're actually getting hurt. That should never occur, should never occur.
0: Right.
1: And so hopefully we can um, start the movement of just understanding how we can um, make these modifications.
0: Excuse me, Shai. I need you to take this and I'll do this later. I'm in a show right now. All right. Thank you. Joys of working at home is also being mom.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs>
0: y- yes, it is. It, I mean, 2020 has taught me a lot of things about my daughter and I miss school.
1: <laughs> I think everyone can relate.
0: Yes. Um, but no, we have a lot of research on yoga. I mean, yoga has been around for several decades, hundreds of years. I mean, you go to India, it's a staple of life. But sure. we have to, in the Western world especially, because we're learning from people and we're using the guidelines from the internet a lot of times to become an instructor. Sure.
1: So
0: we have to learn actually how to do this properly safely and teach our classes
1: the correct Absolutely.
0: technique. Because in principle, yoga is for longevity. But Absolutely. In, in reality, we're not teaching it properly.
1: That's right. And teaching it properly can be, unfortunately, it means a few different things. Because if we teach traditional yoga even perfectly, it can be harmful to our bodies. Mm-hmm. So, that's what the shocking thing I discovered is that some of these poses, even if they were executed perfectly, are still going to harm the spine. So, what we have to do, what I'm advocating, is not only learning what I presented, but more importantly, you know, we're in a group setting usually when we practice yoga, we are all different. And so what person A does doesn't necessarily mean what person B does. And so I advocate people learning their, I call it the spinal blueprint. And it's a one-time screening. And I show people how to get that done uh, through this international organization. And it's a one and done. And they know what they should and should not do for the rest of their life. And this this goes beyond yoga. This goes for Pilates, personal training, activities of daily living, uh, ergonomics at work. And so it's a really, really powerful screening that people do one time and they have that life insurance to know exactly the do's and don'ts. It's kind of like you go to your dentist. They say, here, here's a toothbrush. Here's some floss. Here's some toothpaste. And the dentist doesn't brush your teeth, you do it. And so they empower you to prevent toothaches. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they've done a great job at it. When was the last time you saw someone with the toothache? It's pretty rare. And I feel the same should be about spinal injuries. This should be a really rare occurrence unless it's some kind of undue trauma. And um, I would say 95% of stuff that walks in my office should not walk in here. And so I've been on this platform of prevention. I always say my intention is prevention. Teach the patient what to do so they don't need to come back to my office. Just like the dentist enables and empowers the patient to take care of themselves, we as doctors need to do the same. Um, And unfortunately, this leads me to my next shocking statement is that even though they don't, the, the, the intention is not there. Um, it's ninety nine percent of all healthcare providers, including medical doctors, physical therapists, and yes, even chiropractors, unfortunately mismanage spinal conditions and injuries. And I can explain how on each one of those. Um, medical doctors are very good at telling you okay you've injured this right they'll do an mri an x-ray they say oh you have arthritis you have a you have a herniation what they don't tell you is how it got there and why this is what your all your listeners should really cu- clue into is ask their doctor why do i have this why do i have the arthritis why do i have the bone this so sorry about
0: that it's all right (laughs) we work from home it happens
1: well this is my office (laughs) we'll stop in a second so there it goes we do uh for acute injuries we do um laser guided computer aided liquid nitrogen Mm -hmm. and so we have big liquid nitrogen tanks that occasionally want to talk and contribute to shows like yours. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) But back to, you know, medical doctors, I work with them, they refer to me, but, and I hope they'll try to inform the patient of why they have something. And one of the the flaws that the medical doctor does, they'll take an x-ray, but they don't take it mostly in a weight-bearing position that gives that biomechanical information to their patient, and more importantly, they often refer to a physical therapist. And so the physical therapist needs to look at something or have some kind of point of reference as to properly tailoring the rehab exercises for the recovery, but also for them to do it at home. Mm-hmm. And so the physical therapists most of the time don't look at any x-ray at all, and the medical doctors aren't taking the films the proper way, and so this is why we need to create a new standard. Are you still there?
0: I am here. I was just instructing my daughter to do something for me since she's in my okay. room and in the office. All right.
1: <laughs> no worries. So that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we, for the future, we need to put our egos down. Mm-hmm. Chiropractors, physical therapists, and medical doctors, we all need to work together. And we can standardize the system. The system is already out there. It's already been peer reviewed. There is 35 years of research on standardizing the analysis of the spine and what to do to intervene. And we need to all speak the same language. And so because we chiropractors don't do this either, unfortunately. 99% of chiropractors evaluate the spine improperly. And so... They don't evaluate it biomechanically in a way that offers long-term correction. Instead, they say, I'm going to fix it with my hands. So they're great at releasing a restriction of a spine, mm-hmm. but they're never going to change the shape. You no. can see a chiropractor seven days a week. They'll never change the shape of the spine. And so I'm advocating even my own profession to learn this system so that we can all speak the speak standardize it for the benefit of the public and this is why chiropractors have been criticized that you know once you go to one you got to keep going to one it's because they're not changing the spine they're just alleviating that fixation for that for that moment and they can offer pain relief they can um, offer increased range of motion and there's endorphin release but it won't Change the spine, and so just like the dentists have done an amazing job, we healthcare it's providers. It's time for
0: a change within the healthcare system.
1: For the that's right, itself. and it's going to save billions of dollars because my patients before COVID were flying to me all over the country and sometimes from other countries because I could in one or two visits empower them so they don't even need to see me, mm-hmm. and so that's what we got to do. We got to come together, educate the public on how to prevent the spine from getting injured in the first place. And then they can apply that to whether it's yoga, Pilates, personal training. And so I really, really hope that people will want to understand the principles in the book and follow those guidelines because those aren't my guidelines. I'm merely a medium distilling 35 years of research. Into an easy, understandable platform. This isn't Dr. Khalili's platform. This is just me providing it for the general public. And I'm hoping other healthcare providers would take notice as well. Well, so, first,
0: we have to get it to the public. And then, second, we need to get the public to take the book to their healthcare providers and say, look, can we try this?
1: Yeah. And I'll, t- I'll offer this to all your providers. If you're if you're a patient, if you're a student and you want to provide this book to your, to your clients, to your doctors, email me directly, I'll send you the book for free, okay? This is how passionate I am to get this out there. This information needs to be in the hands of studio owners and in healthcare providers. If you're a studio owner or a healthcare provider and you email me directly, Regarding this podcast, then mentioning your name, then I'll know where it comes from. I'll gladly send you this information for free.
0: See, we love giving away things for free. We love connecting people that's going to get the message out there because we have so many people out there, so many studio owners, so many Pilates instructors, yoga instructors, doctors, chiropractors, list goes on and on. (laughs) but we need to get this out there because we need to do something for the spine itself. We're not utilizing the one thing that keeps us vertical.
1: Absolutely. It's, um, it really, I hope this information gets out there. You know, I'm at a point in my life I've been practicing 28 years, you know, beyond happy and grateful for everything that's happened to me. And you reach a point where it's time to share beyond your clinical walls. Mm -hmm. And that is my intention here. And I really hope um, your audience can receive this and because they're the ones that are gonna benefit. It's not about me, it's all about them. And I wanna see them actually do more yoga, do more personal training, do more Pilates. I mean, the ironies in my community, I have the medical doctors referring, the yoga people referring, the Pilates people referring, You know, I can handle my little community, but Mm -hmm. this needs to go out there on a global effort. And the science is there. We've got to start changing, changing the tune. This is not a flat world. This is a round world. And the same antagonistic belief back then is happening now because everyone thinks, well, my yoga instructor is great. I'm sure they're great, but they don't know this information. You know, I've been... I've been to probably, I don't know, 1500, 2000 classes. I've never been to a class yet that was done right without me modifying. So all wonderful people, all well-intended, but they don't understand the information. And um, so hopefully um, we can can start this um, platform.
0: Right. Why not take our yoga one step further and actually teach our instructors to teach us properly?
1: That's it. That's it. Yeah. They have the facility. They have the know-how. The modifications are so easy. I mean, it's so easy. When you look at the pictures, you're like, wow, I can do that. And so I'm not here to complicate things. I'm here to make it easier and you're going to get more out of it. I can honestly tell you, I'm 51 years old, that because of yoga, I'm in the best shape of my life, but I do it in a modified way. And I told you, i go at least five days a week. It is a wonderful, beautiful practice. And so I want to help it grow. But honestly, it breaks my heart to ever see a single injury. You know, in a controlled setting that you're paying for, you should never, ever get injured. It's really inexcusable. You know, in a sport, whether it's tennis, football, basketball, well, you can get injured. It's not controlled. But in yoga, it's totally controlled. It's yourself. It's your practice. It needs to be individualized with the emphasis on spinal health. And there's other aspects too, knee, shoulder. But yeah. this book is emphasizing, you know, the spine because The studies show that's the area that's most often injured.
0: Well, since we're on the subject, since there are other aspects that are known to be hurt, are you writing another book based on the other injuries caused by improper yoga?
1: One of my other um, passions is tennis. And there's a new phenomenon in America. It's actually the fastest growing sport in America called pickleball. And so I'm seeing a lot of injuries from pickleball and tennis. So I'm going to use these principles that I write about in the yoga book and gear it towards the tennis and pickleball community. And, um, you know, it's every sports different. Mm-hmm. And this is primarily an off court book on what you can do off the court to help prevent injuries on the court. But that's a future project that I've been working on for about nine years now. The yoga book was a 14 year project because I really wanted to immerse into the arts mm-hmm. and really do a lot of yoga myself rather than just to release this book um, prematurely. Well,
0: you have to do the research. When you write in a nonfiction book, you have to do the research. You can't just <laughs> jump in it and have it done in six months. It's not gonna do the book or no. the reader's justice. So a fantasy or a fiction book, you can write a book in six months or a year. That's right. But a nonfiction, this is what our readers have to understand. It takes nine, 10, 15 years to do the research properly.
1: To do it right. To do it right. Yeah. You know, I live and breathe this. I I see patients 60 plus hours a week. I'm totally immersed. I'm a hands-on practitioner. And so, like I said before. The irony is that when I see a a spinal injury, I'm often having the patients film me do the proper yoga for their body. So it's like they come in injured, but I'm giving them yoga to heal them, but it's tailored to them. Mm -hmm. So that's how much I believe in yoga. And so some people might say "I'm, I'm, I'm against yoga. That is absolutely not the truth. So it's real important for the audience to know I'm very pro yoga, and that's why I'm doing this to protect your yoga. It's like I got your back, literally.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say you you're doing this literally to protect our backs. I mean, that's it. Both metaphorically and reality, this is yeah. all to promote our longevity. This is all to promote the spine. This is all yes. to promote the craft of yoga.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I will keep on this path. I'm going to speak publicly. And I feel like this is one of my goals in life right now is to just keep speaking the truth. That's all I'm doing. I'm just sharing the truth.
0: Well, that's all you can do is speak up, get a loud microphone and blast it as loud as you can to as many people as you can. Eventually yep. someone's going to hear it and yeah. help you get your message, message out. And I can't talk.
1: That's <laughs> Okay, that's all right. But you know, we've been talking a lot. And um, you know, like I said, I'm going to remind your audience, studio owners, healthcare providers, email me directly. I'll send you a copy of the book and what money is made on the book, I'm going to be donating it. So this is not a get rich scheme. This is an awareness, it's, I call it, it's about the share, the care and making people aware. That's what this is about. And um, I'm gonna use the, whatever resources come in to go to certain nonprofits. One of them are the people who did a lot of the science that, that created this book. So this, I feel like you gotta, my tribute and gratefulness back to that entity.
0: That is always wonderful to give back to the community that has helped. Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Everything yes. that we do as authors is to give back in some way or another. It doesn't matter Absolutely. if it's given back to the science communities that help us with our non uh, fictional books, if it's donating to a nonprofit for animals or whatever we do, which to give back in some way.
1: I want to share something that said in almost every yoga class, and you can probably relate. So when you go into class, they often say, well, class, we're going to do this. It's imagine lengthening your spine. They often say, we want to lengthen our spine. They themselves are admitting that the force of injury, our spine, remember, is curves. The title of the book is Preserve Your Curves. We all know If you lengthen a spring or if you lengthen the curves, it goes into a straight line. The last thing we wanna do in a yoga class, even though the instructors say it a lot, is lengthen the spine, but they are correct. That is what's occurring in a lot of these poses. And when you lengthen the spine, science says you're gonna create spinal disc damage, spinal cord damage, and irritation of the spinal nerves and the corresponding adjacent structures and so it's amazing how they're not correlating what they're saying to actually what's occurring we don't ever want to lengthen the spine there's some super rare cases where that's necessary Mm -hmm. but for 95 percent of us we do not want that it lends itself to an injury and it can happen even in the, the restorative yoga classes or the yin classes. There's a lot of people say, well, they're just getting injured because yoga's become like you know, navy seal yoga where it's gotten too fast. And that's true too, but it's really about the improper motion. A bad motion is a bad motion. And so we need to modify the motions so that they are conducive to our spinal health. But I just wanted to bring your audience to that because it's said in almost every class, the only thing we want to lengthen in yoga is a tight muscle. So, and the only thing we want to strengthen is a weak muscle. And so it's really important that um, we want, we try to preserve our spinal curves. And there's some wonderful ways to do that in yoga. As I, illustrate with, with pictures.
0: Well that's great that you have the pictures there. And while we have a few minutes, where can our listeners and our viewers find you?
1: So D R K H A L I L I dot com. So drkhalili.com. dot com. Again D is in Dog, R is in Robert, K H A lilil dot So on there, it's an easy, easy download. Nine ninety five cost for that book, and um, and I'm more than willing to give it away to the influencers of our community, healthcare providers, and studio owners. It's vital. They are the they are the people who influence the community.
0: Right. They're the ones that's teaching us how to do these. So that's it. That's all of this is, is getting it out there, giving you the studio advisors, instructors, knowledge on how to do this and teach it properly.
1: That's it. That's it. And so I, I really, really hope um, this just is the beginning and it starts to escalate and that we get a movement. It's all about creating a movement. Um, It'll change. take
0: time, but it will get out there.
1: it's going to take time. And I have, I have plenty of patience, Mm -hmm. and, um, this, this will happen whether it takes six months or 16 years. Um, I'm going to keep talking the talk. And I actually, like I said, walk the talk. I'm a yoga person. I believe in health and wellness, you know, everything you see on my website, I live that way. And, um, I'm, like I said, at 51, I feel way healthier than when I was a teenager or when I was in my 20s. I feel much more vibrant. I feel like I'm, we want to thrive to 105. It's a slogan we use. Mm-hmm. You know, It's not about living long. It's about thriving while we're here. Right. And so we can easily, biologically, physiologically, it's been proven, we can thrive to 105. And so that's what it's about while we're on this planet.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And for all of our our viewers and our listeners, happy reading.
1: Thank you so much.